Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Friday to you. It's Friday, April the 2nd. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Rock Auto has amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So today, y'all, we got a lot to talk about. First segment, of course, we're going to dissect the Sixers victory. Sixers defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers last night, 114-94, to right? So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about break down Ben Simmons' performance. You know, uh, Ben's been in a little slump as of late. And thirdly, we know how we do. What we do is we typically do stuff that comes to the top of the head. And, you know, in third segment, we just go with that one, something that I think of. But, you know, before we get started, I just want to let you guys know that this is the only podcast that covers the Sixers that comes to you five days in a week. In addition to being the host of this podcast, I am the Philadelphia Inquirer 76ers beat writer. So you could go to inquire.com or you can pick up um, – a Philadelphia Inquirer or Philadelphia Daily News, and my articles will appear in there daily. So there's three ways to get it. And thirdly, if you haven't done it already, I suggest that you follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. That's P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers. You know, I keep you up to date with the Sixers stuff. I tweet out the podcast. Um, I, uh, you know, tweet out articles that I've written or that I write in the. Uh, in, in the Philly Inquirer, so do that. But last night's game was, was something, something to watch. Now, for the people right now, we we look at it, and we're going to celebrate the Sixers beating the team 17 to 31. And you say to yourself, Pompey, man, what you talking about? They were supposed to beat that team. Yes, they were. But see, the thing about this is that this was a Cleveland Cavaliers team that had the Sixers number early this season. This is the, right now in the NBA, you only get to play three games this year, right? When you, three games of maximum against a, a, a common opponent. Three games, one point, right? You play them three games. Um, so basically everybody in the Eastern Conference, that's what they play. Now here's the deal. Cleveland was supposed to be an easy victory when the Sixers played them the third game of the season. Cleveland was supposed to be an easy victory when the Sixers played them in January. They lost both of them. The first game, Joel Embiid didn't play. Second game, Joel Embiid played. He scored 42 points and had 13 rebounds, and the Sixers still lost in overtime. Not only that, that was a t- uh, against a Cle- at that night Cleveland only dressed nine players. So you see what I'm saying. So when the Sixers won and they blew this team out last night, now again, they were missing players last night. But when the Sixers won and they blew this team out, you have to give them credit because this is a team that's really had it, was giving it to the Sixers. Giving it to the Sixers. And I'm here to tell you, Shake Milton, 10 for 14 shooting. He made five or seven three-pointers, right? And he ended up with 27 points, a game-high 27 points. Shake Milton was balling. 
But let me tell you this. The guy who got it started off for him was Seth Curry. Seth Curry finished with 19 points. He was 7 for 15 from the field. He made 5 of 10 threes, right? You know, you know. here we go. You know, people rounding out the, uh, the, uh, the double-digit scoring people were you got Dwight Howard, a season um, high tying, 18 points. He had 15 rebounds. Then you had Tobias Harris, who had 12 points. Um, he only played 15.5, um, 15 minutes, 5 seconds due to foul trouble, right? He had four personals. Um, now, grab the, I'm just going to tell you this. The starters did not play in the fourth quarter at all, at all. You have Danny Green, who had 11, right? I mean, Matisse Thibel had five points, but I'm here to tell you, his dunk, ooh, baby. Matisse ended up with three blocks and two steals. But overall, as a team, the Sixers played well. I mean, I'm, I'm here to tell you, they played well. The bench played well. Now, the thing is, you, you kind of expect the bench to play well, right? And, and the reason why I'm saying that is because, you know, you look at this team and, and we, we, we talk about them having outscoring them in bench points and stuff like that, and which is true. But when you look how depleted the other team was, you factor in that the Sixers were going to outscore them. But they did. I mean, Shake Milton... Um, Dwight Howard, all these guys played well, man. And when you look at it, like the bench, point, the bench points were crazy. I mean, the Sixers outscored them 65 to 26 in bench points. Now, the good thing about this victory is the Sixers completed this road trip 4-2, right? They started off by beating the New York Knicks. They came back and they defeated the Golden State Warriors. Then they, then they beat uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. And then they slipped a little bit, right? In the game four, they lost to the Clippers. Game five, they lost to the Denver Nuggets. And then they turned around and won um, last night, beating Cleveland. And what that enabled them to do is, like you say, go four and two as opposed to going three and three. I think this was a huge confidence boost for this team, being as though they did it without Joel right? Doing it without Joel was critical for them because now they have the confidence moving forward to be able to go out there and win games when they know the big fella is not going to play. So to me, that was vital, right? I felt like that was really good for the Sixers to do that. But last night, you know, I think this was a big win. And I get it. It was Cleveland. But we all know there's always one team that has our number. And <clears throat> Cleveland has had the Sixers number. Had the Sixers number. No denying that. Have you heard about sport trade? It's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. That is amazing. Sports trades takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robin Hood for fantasy sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players, just like real stock. Finally, a fair and exciting way to cash in on your knowledge of sports, right? Now, here's the thing. Making money with sports trade is simple. 
is as simple as a player's values rises and falls based on two factors. One, their statistical, <clears throat> sorry, I got something caught in my throat. Their statistical performance in each game as compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. The more points scored, the higher their value goes up. Two, good old supply and demand, baby. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes, right? When, you, when you're ready to buy shares, pick that penny stock in a rookie with a huge upside or grab the blue chip vet who's always a solid performer. Instantly buy and sell as many shares and as many players as you like the stock market. Then watch your player battle in your portfolio will rise. Simply go to sportstrade.com, watch the How It Works video, and then sign up and get started, right? Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun. Exciting and profitable new world of sports. Now this is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. You'll be amazed. Don't sit on the sideline any longer. Get in the game at sporttrade.com. Tell me, this is a very good opportunity for people. So get in there. Get in there. You know, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you download your podcast at. Download and listen to them at. Right? You, you can also, like I said before, follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. It's P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers, right? Now, this second segment, you know, we got to talk about Ben Simmons. You know, my man Ben had, he finished with five points, right? He had 13 rebounds. He had a team-high five assists. He had two turnovers, and he had a steal, right? Uh, he, he played it all this in 24 minutes, 26, 24 minutes, 26 seconds. But shooting the ball, he struggled. Ben Simmons shot 2-4-11. All his shots were around the rim besides 11-footer that he did in the second quarter. And he started off, he started off two for four and went ahead and missed his last seven shots, right? Now, the thing is, I know they didn't play in the fourth quarter. They rested the starters. And I know he had 13 rebounds. But Ben just didn't look, his, look himself. He looked like something bothered him. I don't know. I mean, he says that Doc Rivers says it asked if Ben was hurt last game. I'm not talking about yesterday, but I'm talking about the game before that. And Doc basically said, I don't know. Like, he downplayed it. I'm wondering if something's wrong with him. I mean, he looks heavy. Um, his legs look heavy, rather. Um, he looks out of sync. Um... You know, I, I don't know. But offensively, he just doesn't look the, like the same player. I mean, I, and I think that they, he has to get back to being 
the player he was. Now, again, who knows? We know that Ben has a back injury or he had a back injury in the past. We know that, you know, he messed up his knee, soreness and all that. And maybe that could be bothering him. Maybe that's why he doesn't have that bounce when he's in transition that he had before. You know, initially I always thought like, well, maybe these guys are finding ways to stop him. You know, they're building that wall, so to speak. But looking at it yesterday, I could tell something's amiss. Something's amiss. And I wouldn't be surprised if something is that we'll see Ben periodically miss games. You know, they'll say right knee soreness and this and that. But he may have to. Because Ben Simmons, for this team to be successful, you know, Ben Simmons has to be productive for this team offensively. Now, again, I know they talk about we don't care about him shooting. We don't care about this. We don't care about that. Yeah, of course that's what they're going to say because you don't really want to bring attention to it. You want to control the narrative. There's a lot of things you want to do. But he has to come out and he has to be able to play um, better. There's no ifs, ands, and buts. He has to be able to come out and play better and for the Sixers to be successful. I mean, think about it. You know, and I wrote an article about this yesterday, that the fact that Joel isn't playing and you got the white out there is kind of impacting how he plays with the spacing, which is true. But let's not forget how he had 42 points one game when Joel didn't play, right? So, you know, Ben just has to play better, y'all. He has to get better. He has to play better on the offensive end because he's struggling right about now. You know what's not struggling? You want to know what's really not struggling? I'm about to tell you right now. <laughs> what's not struggling is BuiltBar.com. Now, for you people who know me, y'all all know how I love Built Bar, right? I've been telling you guys about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. <laughs> you get it? Like March Madness, but it's Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is... Well, I think you need to go to BuiltBar.com and Built Bar on Twitter to find out. <laughs> Remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. That is locked on 15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup. And you will become, uh, um, you become, a, uh, you become the best tasting protein bar. Right? So, here's the deal. I love Built Bar. I'm telling you, you need to go do it. It's really good for you. And if you, if you do it, I'm telling you. You're really going to appreciate it. 
matter of fact, I got an order. I'm about to go home. I got an order of uh, the strawberry shortcake one. Oh, man. Woo. And I'm telling you, I know it sounds crazy, but it's only 120 calories, baby. And that's coming. That's coming. That's going to meet me at the crib. So I'll be home at 2 o'clock. The box will be there before then. Now, another thing that you guys can do is go to Bet Online AG. Why? Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sport actions. The NFL season might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real time update odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. The best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the wife's website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's Bet Online, your online sports book. Use the promo code LOCKED ON. And it's BetLine AG, folks. Yeah. Now, as I said before, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you um, download your podcast at, right? Wherever you do it, you can go ahead and do it, right? Um, now, in addition to that, you can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers, right? This is the only podcast that comes to you five days a week. And get this, the last thing I want you guys to do, the last thing, I want you guys to, you know, check out Rock Auto, right? I mean, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and unbody parts for hundreds of manufacturers, right? Go to rockauto.com now and see all the available for we'll see see all that's available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. Rock Auto has amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com, people. Do it today. Today. Now, the one thing I want to talk to y'all about is, like, you know, the Sixers bench. You know, we talked about how much they outscored them. And I think guys are, are starting to play better. Now, the thing is, I think that guys like Dwight Howard, Matisse Fiebel, and Shake Milton basically solidify or solidifying themselves in in the rotation moving forward. Let's just say if the Sixers go eight deep, all three of those guys I see playing right now. No, if they go nine deep, nine deep, I see all three of those guys playing. I think they're the only ones I think that's gonna play. Right? Off the bench. Now if they go when they go eight deep. If they go eight deep in the playoffs, in which they probably will, I think one of those guys probably will become a situational player, right? Because, you know, you look at it right about now, you got to add George Hill. You know, I think that for the rest of them, like Maxie, 
you know, Furcon, you know, I mean, Furcon was two for eight yesterday. Maxie was two for eight. You know, Isaiah Joe came in. He was 0 for 1. Um, you know, Paul Reed came in. He was 1 for 3. Ray John Tucker, you know, this guy came in, but he didn't shoot the ball. But, you know, two-way dude, I just don't see it right now. I mean, I'm just saying I don't see those guys being in the rotation. But Matisse, you know, he the guy who comes in and he brings what he has to. I mean, three blocks, two steals. Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard, right? You know, Shake Milton, come on now. I mean, Shake is like a six-man candidate. So I think these three have solidified themselves from the from everyone else, right? I think they have. You know, Mike Scott, I, you know, I just don't know. And the reason being is because when you look at it, you know, Ben Simmons could play some four. You know, Tobias Harris is a starting four. And I think that with Dwight Howard, you're going to need him to play to, to give Ben, I mean, to give Joel a break. So with all that said, I don't, I don't know if Mike will be in that rotation. You know, I just know that right now that you have the starting five, you have Matisse, you have Shake, and you have Dwight. And, and George Hill is coming here to be one of the top seven players. So that's where we are right now. And I think, you know, Doc and I won't come out and say it, but certain these guys are solidifying themselves and and, and um, showing that they are going to be some key contributors in the playoffs, right? But look, y'all, I want to thank y'all for listening and have a blessed, blessed, blessed day. Peace.